Donald Trump just continues to win and win and win. And it's all historic and no one is paying any attention. If he, they were, he would have been president again. The Swalwell scandal is being pushed to the back burner. Unfortunately, unsuccessfully. Unfortunately for the Democrats, unsuccessfully. Hunter Biden is being investigated. Um... Is this really news? I thought we knew about this a couple months ago. And remember this. The left will always eat their own. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Oh, some good stuff today. Um, so President Donald Trump announced Thursday that his administration, with the help of Jared Kushner, has secured a fourth peace deal, normalizing relations with the Middle Eastern Arab countries. Quote, this is where it comes, quote, Morocco is the fourth Arab country to move forward with normalization with Israel in the last four months. Now, mind you, just an FYI, there have been two in the last 60 years. I know I'm going to mention that again. I'm going to try and avoid mentioning it because I, I do read off of a, a script here. As part of the Trump administration's Abraham Accords initiative, Axios reported, the Moroccan decision comes as part of a deal that includes the U.S. recognition of the disputed territory of Western Sahara as part of Morocco. That is not a big deal. A lot of folks thought that the Western Territory of Sahara Desert was actually part of Morocco. Um, it, not, it was worth the actual give up. Trump tweeted, Another historic breakthrough today. Our two great friends, Israel and the Kingdom of Morocco, have agreed to full diplomatic relations. A massive breakthrough for peace in the Middle East. Morocco recognized the United States in 1777. It is thus fitting we recognize their sovereignty over the Western Sahara. The Trump administration has now scored their fourth big win. The other three include the Sudan, Bahrain, and the UAE, which is the United Arab Emirates. Jared Kushner has been pushing all of this. Remember, the same Jared Kushner who was corrupted and a bad human being and um, anti-Semitic, even though he's a Jew, and all this stuff, I, he did it. This is absolutely huge. And by the way, we still have Saudi Arabia that is expected to normalize relations with um, Israel. So this is a huge win. No one seems to care. No one's reporting it. They're talking about COVID and how Trump fucked up COVID. They're talking about the vaccine. They're talking about how great Biden's going to be. But don't forget, most of the people in the Biden administration, including John Kerry, who happens to be the, the czar of something, actually said there could never be Middle East peace. And guess what? Trump's done four Middle East peace deals in the last four months. Granted, he's been working on it for the last two years, but no one's going to give him credit. So let's let's go into some other real news. It, hey, it's been a bad day for Democrats. Democrats are not, this week is going to be really bad for Democrats. As a matter of fact, it would have been looked a lot better if a lot of this crap had come out before the election. And a lot of people didn't know a lot of this stuff. So reactions to the Eric Swalwell uh 
problem where he was nailing some Chinese spy, allegedly. We're going to say allegedly, even though apparently there's audio of it, is coming out. Uh, Here's Nancy Pelosi commenting on, I think, a rather important story that some people are asking about, a lot of people are kind of ignoring. I mean, I don't know. One of your Democrat brethren who is on the House Intelligence Committee screwing a Chinese spy for the last six years, I would think that's kind of a big story. Uh, Apparently, Nancy Pelosi doesn't. Let's listen to Nancy. This is courtesy of Grabian. When his leader, we all found out at the same time, the Republican leadership and that, that, that several members had been approached. Hmm? Were you briefed on this? We, we were all, at the same moment, the House Republican and Democratic leaders and the uh, leadership of the committee were briefed at the same moment. Make sure you know that, because he keeps going around saying, when did they know? We knew when they knew. And that, at that time, that was the end of it. But you know what he's trying to do? He's trying to deflect attention from the fact that he has QAnon in his uh, his delegation over there, uh, and that I think is a danger uh, to in in uh, terms of our debate here about uh, you know what what the possibilities are for undue influence uh, in, uh, to members of Congress. Do you have do you so government funding is com- is going to come up again next Friday? Yeah. After the CR. Could you give us a sense about, I mean, you know how these packages work. Yeah. When, do, when do they need to come? Do you know when you can tell Nancy Pelosi is lying or she's stuck against a wall? She starts opening her mouth. And that's exactly what she did here. Um, what's really scary is she is third in line for the presidency. I, that's really scary. Behind Kamala Harris and then is Nancy Pelosi. Um, <laughs> uh, this is just insanity. This had nothing to do with QAnon. By the way, there are maybe three QAnon people in the country who believe this is a conspiracy group, a right-wing conspiracy group. Uh, Nobody in the House who's a Republican is a QAnon supporter. None. Nobody. Meanwhile, you got open communists and the Democratic Party. They're actually saying they're socialists and communists and things like that. But this is just, she has no way of actually dealing with this. And she is sitting back and she's talking about Kevin McCarthy and what he said. He basically said Eric Swalwell needs to either resign from his post on the uh, House Intelligence uh, Committee, which he should, or he should just resign, period. His career is over. His career is absolutely over. Now, I'm going to play what Kevin Kevin McCarthy actually responded to this. And wh- this is long. It's about three minutes long. I do want you to listen to it. And there's a reason I want you to listen to it. Because I want you to compare what Nancy Pelosi said with what uh, Kevin McCarthy said. So listen, listen to Kevin McCarthy and pay attention. Speaker Pelosi was notified. I was not. I'm asking for an FBI briefing now. But if she knew and maintained Swalwell on intel, wrong. He is a national security threat. He was put on in his second year. I will tell you as a leader, 
Intel Committee is treated differently. Why? Because those who serve on Intel get information that members do not. For the Republican side, the leader, Republican leader appoints there. For the Democrat side, the Democrats appoint there. And to spend the last four years in Intel worried about foreign intrusion, Adam Schiff knew as well. To allow Eric Swalwell to sit inside a skiff where you do not bring your phones, you do not bring your watch, because what is the disgust? He puts the threat of everybody else of what they're talking about as well. Why did she allow him to stay on that committee? And let's hope she does not in the next Congress either. The Democrat leader appoints the Democrat side. The question raises, when did she know? Why did she keep him? The same question that Adam Schiff. Did anybody approach Nancy Pelosi to lobby to put a person on their second term in the minority on Intel Committee? That's a question I have to know. Then the next question will arise, why did the Democrats pull out of a bipartisan task force on China after they agreed they would? This just raises so many more questions. Eric Swalwell should take it upon himself to resign from Intel. Why did Eric Swalwell, knowing what he knew after he was warned by the FBI, he didn't go to them, they went to him. Why did he challenge the director of Intel, John Radcliffe, when he just briefed the American public on the rise of China's spying. Why did he challenge that and take China's side and not America? That begins to raise a question too, and I would hope the Democrat leadership would raise a question for them. It's an easy one to answer for me. He is a national risk that should not serve on the Intel Committee. Swalwell was swindled, and he should be against China now instead of keep standing up for them. Yes? You get briefed about it, but if you're on the Intel Committee, I think that would be appropriate. You know what's interesting to me? This individual actually bundled money to help him get elected. This individual within a China spy went as far down into mayor's offices as well. This is something that you have the director of Intel, John Radcliffe, warn the American public about is true, but the only person that went to challenge it and to take China's side was Eric Swalwell. Now, do you see the difference? Nancy Pelosi stumbled and bumbled along, making excuses, accusing the Republicans of QAnon and all this weird shit that had nothing to do with the, the inherent issue is that Eric Swalwell was in cahoots or not necessarily a treasonous spy or anything, but he was with a Chinese spy who, by the way, is no longer in the country. She left the country. When she found out she was caught, she left the country, never to be come back again. And Eric's, and then you have Kevin McCarthy, who is sitting there and laying out, hey, this is a serious reason. This is why she knew about it. This is why it's so serious what Eric Swalwell did. This is why Nancy Pelosi was derelict in her duty. This is a bad, bad thing. 
And he spent three minutes explaining this to people. Of course, the media is not covering it. It's They're going to cover for Democrats. Nancy Pelosi really needs to resign. She is just absolutely terrible. Well, I mean, I'm sure you're waiting for actually Eric Swalwell to say something, right? Um, guess what? He finally did. So he... So he was on CNN. I think it's CNN. Could be MSNBC. I'm not sure. It they're all the same to me. It's all part of the Democratic uh, group. And he did exactly what Nancy Pelosi do, did, except he blamed President Trump. Listen, listen to this, and I'll actually give you a quote too, because he did this more than once. But the wrongdoing here, Jim, is that at the same time this story was being leaked out is the time that I was working on impeachment on the House Intelligence and Judiciary Committees. And if this is a country where people who criticize the president are going to have law enforcement information weaponized against them, uh, that's not a country that any of us want to live in. And I, I hope it is investigated as to who leaked this information. God, the guy is just such a moron. His political career is over. That's all that's good. He also said on Politico during an interview with Politico, quote, I've been a critic of the president. I've spoken out against him. I was both yeah, on both committees that worked to impeach him. The timing feels like that should be looked at. What appears, though, that that this person, as the story reports, was unsuccessful in whatever they were trying to do. But if intelligence officials are trying to weaponize someone's cooperation, they are essentially seeking to do what this person was not able to do, which is to try and discredit someone. Dude. Is it was it President Trump that stuck his wee wee in that bumped uglies with a Chinese spy? Pretty sure not. And by the way, this story came out after the election. Maybe it was leaked nine months ago, twelve months ago. No one knew about it. I listened to conservative uh, talk, and no one knew about any of this until two weeks or almost a month after the election. So what is he talking about when it comes to... What is he talking about when it actually comes to leaking of the story and President Trump trying to take revenge on Eric Swalwell? Eric Swalwell! I bet you a dollar you would not know who the guy was unless you watch Fox News and he's on maybe once a month. He won't be anymore. Eric Swalwell, who is, ran for president, got like 0.1% of the vote. No one knows who Eric Swalwell is. Absolutely incredible. This guy... I mean, they've got enough evidence on him. He's compromised. He's having sex with a Chinese, a Chinese spy. He needs to be removed from office. He definitely needs to be removed from the House Intelligence Agency. I mean, just just the thought that this guy is, just the thought that this guy is actually hearing classified data. And yeah, maybe this gal didn't get anything. Maybe she did. We don't know. There needs to be an investigation. He needs to pull his way out. Can you imagine? 
This guy, like like McCarthy said, this guy walks into a skiff with top secret data. Freaking what's his name? Probably knows that there are aliens or not. Swalwell probably knows that there are aliens or not. Because that's the level of classification he has. Absolutely incredible. And it's just being ignored. And Pelosi will blame QAnon, which there are like seven people in the country who are QAnon supporters. And they're... And, and Swalwell is blaming Trump. Like, uh, why would Trump waste his time with Swalwell? Swalwell is irrelevant. Ugh. Just so. But this shows a deeper problem. And the deeper problem is related to our next story. And I'll let you figure out what the deeper problem is. I'm sure you do. So, Hunter Biden, who is the son of Joe Biden, the president, is now has now stated he is under investigation for tax quote tax affairs end quote no shit he said to MSN or CNBC excuse me quote I learned yesterday for the first time that the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware advised my legal counsel also yesterday that they were investigating my tax affairs I take this matter very seriously but I am confident that professional and objective review of these matters will demonstrate that I handled my affairs legally and appropriately, including with the benefit of professional tax advisors. Yeah, because, you know, the sense of good judgment is really there with Hunter Biden. Okay, we're getting to why this is a big deal. The Biden's administration actually put out a um, put out a statement stating quote the president-elect Biden is deeply proud of his son which is good I mean there's nothing wrong with that I mean I'm I'm if I'm proud of my son he was on drugs and having sex too so you know good for him uh, who has fought through difficult challenges including the vicious personal attacks of recent months only to emerge stronger Here's the problem. Um, the vicious personal attacks were all substantiated. <laughs> they were all substantiated. We've got pictures on the internet of him having sex with Chinese prostitutes, some of them under age, and him smoking crack. So why now this is where the the two stories go together. This stuff's been out since October. This is not news. None of this is news. Okay, he withheld $125,000 from the IRS and now they're investigating it. Hello. We already knew where he was getting his money. This is not news. We knew about this in October. We knew Hunter Biden was going to be a pain in the ass for Joe Biden last year. Never reported. So why is CNN, Politico, Axios, left-wing, MSNBC, left-wing outlets now reporting it? Because they, it's over. Biden is, quote, president, end quote. We're not there yet, but Biden is president-elect, theoretically 
And so now they can report it. The media only reports what they want you to hear. They won't report the news that is relevant, that could change your mind, that could change an election. Ben Shapiro said it today. He said, you know what? The media, they're disgusting. They're absolutely disgusting. They manipulated the election. Because if these news stories came out in October, which is when they came out, Biden would have lost the election. Now these stories are coming out right before Biden is theoretically inaugurated. Why? Because they're trying to get rid of Biden. They are trying to get rid of that. Ben Shapiro didn't say, I'm saying that. All this stuff is going to be laid waste so that Biden has to give up the presidency. Don't be shocked if Biden resigns because he can't handle the, pre- the press that's going to hit him when they this whole story comes out, especially when Biden shows corruption. Now, Kamala Harris is corrupt as the day is long, but she's an Indian, black, Jamaican woman, so that's okay. All she needs to be is a lesbian and a transsexual, and no one could even lay a finger on her. Hell, if you pronounce Kamala's name incorrectly, you're a racist. But watch the narrative. Biden is not going to resign because he's old and he's senile and he's incompetent, which he is. Biden's going to resign because all this pressure is coming down and you wait. I kid you not, in the next two months, month and a half before he's inaugurated, there's going to be a ton of pressure. And in six months, three to six months, Biden will resign and Kamala Harris will be president. I'm telling you that right now. That's what's going to happen. So that's what's important about Hunter Biden actually being discussed here. It has nothing to do with this being a story. This was a story two months ago, three months ago almost. It's a story that was hidden by social media, that was not reported by the news outlets like CNN, MSNBC, NBC, CBS, ABC. None of those guys actually reported it. But now it's being reported because now it's time to get Joe Biden out of office as soon as possible, get him to resign. And the easiest way to get him to resign is by attacking his family. He will resign. I would say June, July, latest. If he goes beyond June, July, quote me on it. I'm going to sit back and say, yeah, you're right. It didn't happen. But you just watch. The media has manipulated everything to a T. And it's really disgusting. And it's corruption. It's third world country shit. It's banana republic shit. It's really bad. Now, I've always said that you can't trust Democrats. Which means if a Democrat insulted me, I I don't care. I just ignore him. Yeah, I'm a racist bigot, homophobe, misogynist, what else is there, xenophobe, um, homophobe, whatever. I, I don't care. But Democrats, they always insult each other, and other Democrats who are being called into light are always attacked, and they always apologize, and they always do this, and they always do that, and they say the right words that the left will love, and things like that. But here's the problem. They always eat their own. 
They always eat their own. This is why a Republican will not be eaten. It's because Republicans just say, okay, well, I'm a racist today. It's great. Tomorrow I'll be a homophobe. I mean, you hear Bernie Sanders, if you look at Twitter, you see Bernie Sanders constantly, I mean, lining up those those epithets for Donald Trump. Like, one human being can be that evil. Well, uh, Minneapolis, well, just really stuck it to their mayor, who's also a leftist Democrat. So let's, this is from the Daily Wire. The Democratic-controlled Minneapolis City Council voted unanimously, unanimously on Thursday to cut millions of dollars in funding from the Minneapolis Police Department's budget next year after failing to abolish the police department altogether earlier this year following the death of George Floyd. The Minneapolis City Council voted to shift nearly $8 million from next year's police budget to the other city services as part of their effort to transform public safety in the city, the Washington Post reported. The controversial plan was approved unanimously as part of the city's 2021 budget. Democratic Mayor Jacob Fry had reported, reportedly threatened to veto the irresponsible bill, but backed off his threat and praised the city council for removing the language that would have permanently shrunk the size of the force by about 130 officers in what he described as a defining moment for our city. The Post added, under the budget approved Thursday, the council would divert $7.7 million from law enforcement. Where's that other $3 million going? From law enforcement to fund alternatives to policing, including mental health crisis teams and additional staffers in the city's Office of Violence Prevention. Basically, the city council threw Jacob Fry under the bus. They did. Now he's going to have to put up or shut up. Is Jacob Fry going to have the balls to sit back and sign this bill? Or is he going to have the balls to go against his leftist brethren and veto this bill and go against the left? That's a great question. And by the way, crime in Minneapolis is through the roof now. Violent crimes are up by 300%. Carjackings are up by almost, are over 550%. In Minneapolis this year. Do you think that people are going to be thrilled with the fact that Jacob Fry has said, okay, well, we're going to have 130 less police on the streets with all this crime? Do you think that's going to, how do you think that's going to go over? I got a dollar that says probably not well. But the thing is, he's, he's caught between a rock and a hard place. If he doesn't sign the bill, his leftist base is going to hate him. His political career is over. I love hearing all this stuff. Democrats eating up. Cancel culture is not just a Republican thing. Where, yeah, they'll attack Republicans, right? They'll attack Republicans. But it's, it's a leftist thing. They attack leftists. And Jacob Fry is a leftist. Don't kid yourself. He was dancing around looking kind of gay with his jeans, tight jeans, and his his pants rolled up. It was really weird. I don't know. You, you can look it up. 
And now he's really caught between a rock and a hard place. What's he going to do? And by the way, I still haven't seen anyone sit back and say, George Floyd was no innocent. He was on heroin and meth when he was arrested. He was driving a car with three other people of color. I think they were all black. None of, the, none of those people got arrested. He was screaming, I can't breathe, before he was even out of the police car. And the police were talking to him for 45 minutes before he was put in the ground and then Derek Chauvin did his stupid police thing. This is not an innocent, for Christ's sake, to eliminate an entire police force. I tell you what, eliminate Derek Chauvin. He was a bad police officer. He obviously had some issues. We don't know what those issues are. But you guys are now going to... And you're going to send mental health crisis team to do what? Are they going to be armed? Because the reality is they probably should be armed. Remember, in Minneapolis, there was a guy who was beating his girlfriend, threatening her with a knife, and then that guy was caught on a police cam chasing a cop with a knife, and the cop was backing away and finally shot the guy six times to put him onto the ground. And they called that an unjustified shooting. So you tell me, what's a, what's a health crisis team going to do in that situation? Besides all get stabbed and bleed all over the, the floor. Then what are we going to do? Maybe that extra $300,000 that they decided to pull from the police budget that's out there in the ether someplace, they're going to pay to people who clean the pavement of the blood of their health crisis, mental health crisis teams. Just absolutely asinine. Okay, uh, we've got some changes coming up very soon. In the podcast, uh, we're going to do a new Sunday thing. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at RunninFool, R-U-N-N-I-N-F-E-W-L. You can follow me on Parlor, uh, which is the Twitter alternative, um, at Dumbasses Talking Politics. You can download or listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, and YouTube. YouTube's kind of changed their thing a little bit, so we're going to have to see how many of my podcasts actually get put on YouTube, but we'll see. Um, you can uh, visit my website at www.dumbassestalkingpolitics.com where you can see all the video, graphics, and links, and my show notes. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.